0: Welcome to a LearnToLearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. We think that you'll find today's podcast interesting and engaging, simple in a certain way, but Very powerful technique that can be applied extremely broadly. Let's start with looking at human beings and the human brain. When we think about what contrasts us from other mammals, other animals, other life forms that we know, that is that the human brain, amongst a number of other things, can really think about what is possible. It's also equally capable and powerful of thinking about why not, why I can't, what my limitations are, what the obstacles are. And it's particularly good at holding on to past experiences that didn't go well and using those as limits for our future. And it does so much of that in terms of stored self-concept oh, I'm not this, I can't that, what happens if this happens, and then I'm unable to, or it's going to be bad, or all kinds of stuff this way. If you've listened to a lot of our prior podcasts, I'm sure you've caught on by this time that we believe that probably the most powerful component of our mental construct is our sense of self, our self concept. And that's what we're talking about here. We form so many self concepts, both large and small, self concepts that inform us that we can or can't do the smallest thing or the biggest thing, that we can become something or we can't become something. Now, certainly there are a lot of other beliefs and a lot of other mental constructs, but The one that most fundamentally affects us is this whole business of self concept. We hear all the time, Oh, I could never do that. And it turns out to be something that, with some practice, some diligence, some application, and trial and error, failure, and getting back up again, that they could readily do. And it's something that lots of people When they started out doing that thing, maybe didn't think that they could do, but they persisted. Here at Learn to Learn, we've had so many people that we've interacted with that have told us that they weren't good at learning. They weren't smart. They could never do well at school. That's a lot of working with those people. It's a lot of what inspired us to even do this podcast. And then we began to see, of course, that Learning to Learn was much broader than just school although school is an important part of it, it's how do we learn to do a whole range of things? How do we learn to be successful in our lives? How do we learn to be all that we can be? How do we learn to even recognize what that essence of us is and what it's capable of? Because so often we've traded that in for what are people going to like? What are people expecting of me? What does my past experience tell me in terms of my limits? And we've traded for that and given up on any connection to that essential self. You see babies, young kids that haven't encountered that yet. And so many of them, not all, but so many of them will try anything, do anything, and they do it with great passion and enthusiasm. And, you know, you watch them learn to walk and they fall down and they get up and they fall down and they get up and they fall down and they get up and they they don't care that they've fallen down. They just keep getting up. Or they care for a minute and then they get up again. This is such the essential image of human beings at our best. It's not that we don't fall down. It's not that we don't make mistakes. It's not that we don't fail, all that stuff. But we get up, we get up, we get up, we get up, we Have a sense of, well, if I do this, then I can do this other thing. If somebody else can do it, I can do it. A kid that has that strong vital energy and drive where that hasn't been interfered with by how they've been raised or the nutrition that they received in utero or whatever it is, if they've had those components in place, if nature is there, and nurture is there they have that sense that they can do anything and then they up and go at it until something happens that they start to believe is a limit for them so we've played with this different ways we have certainly looked at uh, judgment and how it functions and how to undo it and we've looked at limiting beliefs and we've looked at limiting strategies and On and on and on. We've looked at a lot of these things. And, you know, please go back to our prior podcast and explore those things because there's so much there that can help free you from those limitations. But we wanted to do something today that made all that easier, that was simpler, that would make it easy to cast off our limits for a bit and have another, a different, a bigger experience of ourselves. A simple image that we use to represent this from a just bit different angle is if we took a seed, if we took the seed of any plant, and we know that in that seed is that essential pattern, that pattern that unfolds if it's just given the right Circumstances. It's given some water, some heat, a decent environment, decent soil. And then, with that over time, unless something else happens to it to stop it from doing that, it unfolds in that direction of what is its greatest potential. Again, us human beings, we're just like that. That's what we yearn to do. And again, as we've said, our brains open us to the possibility of what that could be. We already, unlike the seed, we already, as a young child, we look around and we begin to anticipate some of what we could do. Maybe we don't know the whole of it yet because we haven't had enough experience, but we're already yearning to be more and we do everything that we can to do that. Except for that other part of the brain that takes experiences and turns them into negatives and says, Yeah, but not me, I can't. Okay, so that's the image. A lot of that programming in the brain can be accessed linguistically. You know, if we say, Well, I can't, and we believe that, we're saying that to ourselves. And there may be more that's going on in the brain. Behind that, I can't, but we have a doorway into that and affecting that by that language. If we were instead to say, well, I can, it would change our perspective. So we're going to be playing with some simple language patterns that can make a real difference in regards to this self-talk. A lot of people try and do this by using affirmations. The classic affirmation being something like, every day and every way, I'm getting better and better. And if you've listened to our prior podcast, you've certainly heard our perspective on affirmations. They have a certain value, but affirmations are a little bit like we say whipped cream on garbage. If I have this Belief that says, I can't, and I go, Yes, I can. In a way, I'm setting up a battle between those two perspectives. I'm trying to use one part of my mind to overlay something on another part. I'm trying to insist that the perspective that I came to through whatever experience is wrong, and in fact, I can. And Again, there's certain value in that, but a lot of times it sets up a bit of a push-pull in our own consciousness. It puts us a little bit at odds with ourselves. Now, again, we're not opposed to that. Every approach has a use in some circumstances. There's just other ways to come at this. Years ago, listening to a Discourse, a talk by Gary Olson, the light and sound master teacher. When he was talking about words of power, mantras, and how those work in the consciousness of a spiritual student, which we're not getting into specifically here today. But in talking about that and words of power, he happened to say, just as a side, that the two most powerful words in the English language are, so what? Oh, I just did this thing, and it means this and that. And his response would be, so what? So we did that thing. What does that ultimately mean about us? I failed a test in school, or I failed a test in my life. So what? Ultimately, what does that mean? It may mean that we have something to learn, but what does it mean about who we ultimately are? Well, maybe not much. I failed my class or I got fired from my job. So what? Our tendency is to try and take that and make that mean something about who we are, about what our future is going to be, about what we're capable of. What does it really mean? Maybe not much. There may be something to learn from it. We're not saying, oh, dismiss the experience and I have no obligation to learn. We're just saying, so what? So what does that actually mean? It's just feedback. He went on to point out that so what could be shortened to so. Maybe we didn't get our assignment done or maybe we got in big trouble so? So what does that actually mean about who I am? Is that experience the definer of me? Is that going to tell me who and what I get to be for the rest of my life? Does that get to tell me, oh, I'm a terrible student, and so I'm never going to do well in school again, or I'm a terrible person, or some other kind of construct that we Make up that we overlay meaning on that experience through. Or is it so? So what does that really tell me about me? Yeah, I probably want to go back and do the class again or learn what it is that I need to or deal with the trouble I got in and learn from that because it's the learning from that. It's I fell down. Yes, I've got to get up again because I want to learn to walk. I just don't lay there and go, well, so I fell down, I'm never getting up again. No, that's not what we're talking about. It's, so I fell down. Now it's time to get up again. Now it's time to get up and go. And to recognize, oh, inherently, I'm capable of walking. I sense that, and that's what gets me to get up again and again and again. So we're not here today to steal his perspective or borrow it. Any more than we already have, but to say that this perspective that Gary Olson came up with, this so what, inspired us to think along the lines of are there any other powerful perspectives, powerful words like this in the English language? And we've found that yes, there are, if used well. What we have found also to be useful is a very simple phrase. And a lot of people will look at this and go, yeah, okay. And maybe use it a little bit. It is the persistence in using this or the persistence in using that perspective of so what and kind of unwinding all the things we bound ourselves to through this. Oh, well, this means that rather than so that happened. It doesn't mean something about who I am. It just means this is my experience and I'm learning from it. The phrase that we have found very useful over quite a bit of time is what if? What if, even though I've not done well in math, what if I can? What if I inherently have the ability? What if it's possible for me to do well at math? What if? One of the things that we began to recognize almost immediately when we started playing with this phrase is that a lot of the most successful people that we know ask themselves all the time, what if? What if this were possible? What if I could do that? What if what happened yesterday isn't the limit? What if I am more? Most of the people doing this don't even use it all that consciously. it is so built in that no matter what happens, they're asking, "What if I go further? What if I'm more than this? I've seen so many people that have had their companies fail, their their fortunes lost, and they say, "What if I did it better next time?" And that what if opens doors. It opens that perspective. It comes at it in a very different way than what we were talking about with affirmations. It doesn't say, well, This is true. I am going to be better and better in every way. It says, What if? Very different. One of them takes the mind and sort of pushes that perspective on other parts of the brain function. If we think of it as, the new brain taking what it wants, what it's hoping for, and sort of pushing on to the old brain. Here's a perspective. I'm successful in every way. It does that kind of regardless of what experience the old brain has had and what conclusions it's come to it. It doesn't in any way try and address the conclusions that the old brain or the subconscious, unconscious are holding. It just puts whipped cream over the bad assumptions that the old brain has come up with early in our lives. This approach of what if comes at it very, very differently. It doesn't disregard or dispute those conclusions that the old brain has arrived at. It says, what if that's not the limit? What if something else is possible? What if there's another perspective? it invites the old brain to loosen up, to open those doors, what if acts a bit like a lubricant so that that old, stiff, rusted, fixed view of there's something wrong with me, or whatever it is, isn't the whole truth. It it lubricates that. It's a little like WD-40 for loosening up the old brain. This posing to ourself the question of what if, what if I can, what if I have the capacity to do X, Y, or Z? This takes the blinders off, if you will. Rather than the mind imposing another construct, it more uses the imagination to go, what if there's more? What if something else is possible? What if that's not the whole of who I am? What if there are other options? It opens us to this greater potential. It loosens the self-concept. What if I only think that I'm bad at math because I wasn't taught it well or I had bad experiences or I started learning it before my brain was ready to learn it? What if I can now learn to do that? It may take application. It may take time. I may have to ask myself, what if I can many, many times? What if I can do this? What if I am worthy? What if I am more than I have already concluded? I think most of us have a sense that we are. I suspect that's why you're even listening to this podcast, because somewhere intrinsically you know that there's more. You're just wondering, how? How do I get to that? How do I become that? How do I remember that more clearly and then build the experience up to demonstrate that? How do I set aside the trap that I'm living in, the straitjacket that I have assumed either because I've been taught that or I somehow concluded that based on uh, limited experiences? How do I set that aside? And free myself to be able to learn to do and be and become. What if my brain, my hardware, is intrinsically good enough to do pretty much anything anybody else can do with enough experience, enough practice, enough learning, enough persistence. We've seen people do this again and again. And then we look at them and they're, tremendously successful and we say oh well they were a natural and occasionally it seems that way but for a lot of people when we talk to them we find out that that was not so much the case i think about an example of one guy that i worked with who had done badly in high school started college but was always getting in trouble and then got in serious trouble and Had to leave the country for a few years not to be jailed for it. And had to do a lot of work on his own self, his personality, and a lot of negotiation later with the government so that he could eventually come back. And then, sort of from a fresh start, what if I could now go forward and have the life I want? And persisted in that perspective. He became. Quite successful in many senses of that word, and certainly in the ways that were important to him. He was making millions a year. He developed a significant social standing, had a great family, wonderful friends, a really fulfilling life. He was, in so many ways, what most people would call the picture of success. Now, it would probably have been much easier to Come at that very differently, to have addressed some of the challenges that he had much earlier, to have asked himself, What if I approached this this way, what if I thought of myself in a very different way, all of that at a much earlier age, We're certainly in no way suggesting coming at it the way that he did. We're just saying that if he could shift his perspective and go from the bottom and go, what if, and work his way up to where he was, then all of us can't. And there's so many examples of this. We want to remember that other people read their cues from us about who we are, and then they treat us accordingly. So often, they're watching us for those subtle nonverbal and verbal cues that say, oh, this is how I am, this is who I am. And here's how to treat me. And if we have a good self-concept, that works out just fine. But a lot of times we don't. And they pick up on that. And that reinforces our view. See, they just treated me like that. also, I must not be worthy. That's a common perspective. So what if I ask myself, what if I am worthy? What if even though all that happened, so what? so what all that happened? What does that really mean? What if I am worthy? And we actually step into that view. This is not just a word game. This is not, oh, say the phrase, and now we have a get out of jail free card. No, this is actually really trying on that perspective of what if I am worthy? Just what if? What if that's possible? Even though all this has happened, even though I've concluded this, even though it feels real that I'm not okay, that I'm not worthy. What if, in spite of all that, what if I am? And then we let our imaginations go and step into that what if. What if that's true? That will start to loosen our perspective. Now, we may have to do that five times or ten times or a hundred times. We may have to do it a dozen times a day for the next year. But the payoff is so worth it because. Every time we go, what if, and we begin to entertain that again, it takes the blinders off. It loosens the restrictions. It presents to the old brain another perspective that it can consider. What if I can do well at math or science or whatever? What if I can be a top performer at my job? What if I can Be successful being an artist. What if I am worthy? Let's briefly consider a few other what ifs. What if I am liked? So often, so many of us get stuck in, nobody likes me or only certain people like me or I'm not okay in that way. And then again, we telegraph that to other people and then they feed it back to us and we go, yep, see, it's true. What if I can learn to engage with other people in a way that they enjoy? Not giving up our sense of ourselves. People like the very best, the people that are the truest to who they really are. What if I am fundamentally good rather than there's something wrong with me? What if there are people in the world that are willing to and would enjoy supporting me Engaging with me, caring about me, regardless of what my prior experience has said. What if that's possible? So many people think, oh, life is hard. (laughs) We certainly understand how we get to that. But again, we get up in the morning and we approach life in the way that that perspective dictates. So, what if life is easy? What if I can learn to approach it? in a way that makes it easy? What if I can learn to shift my outlook, my attitudes, where I put my attention, in such a way that makes life easy? What if I matter? Again, so many of us think that, oh, I don't really matter to anybody, or what I'm doing doesn't matter, or applying myself to school, or my job, or my life doesn't matter. What if I matter? Just try on the perspective. And really step into it. Again, this is not a verbal exercise. This is an exercise of really using the creative imagination to step into a new experience, a new perspective, a new way of viewing ourselves and our world. What if you matter? How does that change how you engage in yourself? How does that change how you approach the things in your day-to-day life. What if you can really make a difference in this world? What does that do? Asking ourselves in all kinds of different areas, what if, gives us the permission to go beyond what we've already concluded. I have seen people who had serious illnesses, and their tendency was to identify with the illness. Oh, I have Whatever, sickness, I have cancer, I have this, I have that. That's who I am now. And then I've seen them step into what if I can learn to go beyond this? What if this is not who I am? This is just a learning experience. What if I can be healthy? They stepped into it again and again. Challenging situation to do that. But when they stepped into it again and again and again, it gave a very different message to those old parts of the brain that actually regulate how the body functions. Now, rather than telling my brain, oh yeah, we're sick, we're going down the hole, the message is, there may be a way to come at this differently. Let's explore. Let's find out. What if this is possible? We've seen them have an easier time of it. We've seen some heal in ways that were quite amazing. We're not saying that this is the cure-all. This is just a way to free ourselves to step into a much bigger perspective. This is a way to loosen, maybe even remove the shackles, the straitjacket that we've been living in, and then see what can come from this. And again, persist, persist, persist. Because the old view is going to want to come back in. The old view is going to want to say, yeah, but what about this? You know, that's how it is. And we, again and again, have to present this other possibility, this other perspective. And every time we do, we expand. Every time we do, the brain gets more familiar with this other perspective because it tried it on just in responding to the question of what if. So our question to you is, what if you apply this? What if you really consider that you are so much more than you have let yourself be yet? What if you begin living into this today? Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. Feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learn L-E-A-R-N-T-O-L-E-A-R-N.org. Finally, please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones. Since how you learn is how you live.